Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please hang up and try again. Grab a slice of the epic podcast. Don't stick it in your mouth. Put it in your ear holes now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Lugo and Schaefer the Dark Lord. I'm in the mood for love Simply because you're near me Gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens, this is the Epic Podcast, episode 30. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. I am your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. And I am your other, other host, Charles Stunning. Hey, hey we're back after another 30 days of Sobriety. internet. <laughs> yes, 30 days for gone and... Th- Back for our thirtieth episode with Nelson Lugo, Schaefer the Dark Lord, and Charles Stunning. Yes, those are our names. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. What are you doing, Schaefer? What are you What are you doing? Well, guys. Uh, yeah. I actually have an announcement <gasps> to make. In I love announcements. In the land of Did I win the prizes? It, no. Oh. If anything, your lives are going to get kind of harder. I don't like this. I don't like where this is going at all. Well, what is happening is I have decided to pursue uh-huh. my endeavors in the world of art and whatnot with my real legal name. Gasp! Gadzooks! Yes. Legal name. Legal. legal. Wait, wait, wait. You mean you weren't born... Charles Aloysius Stunning. A couple things. That's no. your middle name. I didn't know that was your middle no, name. No, my 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 middle name is Martin for Chuck Jones. There's oh. actually an homage to Chuck Jones in there because cartoons. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't even matter anymore because uh, as of this month, yeah, I will be going by the name Rachel Shank. 
Rachel, Rachel Shank? Shank? That is my real name. That sounds totes fake, yo. I will be called that when I perform music and do other things. I will still be Charles Stunning on a burlesque stage, but everything else, I will be Rachel Shank, you and do, you can deal with it. You do know how uh, secret identities work, right? Um, well, you know what? If Iron Band can do it, so can I. Oh, just there you a, go. Just point, point taken. Yeah. Also, he point can taken. murder people, so I'm gonna start murdering. People. So, just so I'm clear here, that I, so that I understand, when you perform burlesque now yes. on a burlesque stage, yes. you will be Charles Stunning as Charles as as Martin Stunning. Charles Ma- Martin Stunning, as right. we've come to know you. <laughs> but when you're performing one of your various other endeavors, yes. say performing in Afterbirth Monkey yes. with Mark Robert Turner, mm-hmm. or co-hosting the Epic Podcast, yes. or hosting your comedy variety show, you will then be Rachel Shank. Yes. All right, so let me get this straight. So, uh, so like scantily clad endeavors, Charles Stunning. Yes. Clothed endeavors, Rachel, Rachel Shank. Shank. Yes. Pasties, Chuck. Microphones, Rachel. Rachel. Yes. Huh. Yeah. So okay, so na- so right now you're in Rachel mode. Yes. Can I call you Shank? I feel like I'm in college again. I'd prefer you not. You know, it's that. it's a a really cool thing that is happening is people with S last names being addressed by them. Yeah, it's it's too much. Even though my S last name is way more badass. It's true. It's no, Shank is awesome. Know, it is right? a a noun and a verb that is yes. violent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so I can't call you Shank I, just in casual I mean, if you, roundabouts. Uh, I mean, if it comes out, I'll just deal with it. But I, <laughs> I don't prefer it. All right, you know fine. what? No, that's fine. Rachel, I I'll think, call you Rachel. I mean, yeah. I mean, if that's what you want to be called, that's what I'll call you. Okay. You know, I was, I, which is why I was asking permission. You don't want it, so I'm not going to do it. Okay. Because uh, I'm an adult and I am fully capable of of delivering on the thing that you asked for. Yeah. You know what? I uh, I like it. Thank and you. but let's uh, just for fun, let's take it for a spin around the block. Okay. All right. From the top. Oh, sure. Here we go. <clears throat> We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Please hang up and try again. Grab a slice of the epic podcast. Don't stick it in your mouth. Put it in your ear holes now. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelson Lugo and Schaefer the Dark Lord. Gentlemen, coming to you from the beautiful and spacious Studio 6C in Astoria, Queens, this is the Epic Podcast, Episode 30. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. I am your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. And I am your other, other host, Rachel Shank. Hey! We did it! Well, you did it. Uh, I am grinning so wide right now. Uh, well... That feels so good. <laughs> Everybody, make sure to update the your name that you have scribbled uh, on your notebook with a heart around it. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the podcast, Rachel. Hi, everyone. Uh, um, so now your episode counter comes back down to zero. So this is your first uh, show. Oh, so welcome to the Epic Podcast yeah. Internship Program. Uh, welcome to your first day on the job. I have all of these files wait. that need alphabetizing. wait. And, um, which, you know, don't be on the Facebook all day. He doesn't know what alphabetization is. He also doesn't know what files are. Wait. 
Are you saying uh-huh. that I should have been getting paid when I was Charles? Oh, or? goodness, no. No, no. Okay. No. Um, I, no. Uh, all right, fine. I'm just No. But, but you were only one episode away from our, uh, from our, from our sort of, you know, employment package where it had all kind of French benefits and, and you know, a, a tiered uh, system. But now you're back down to one. So you need to wait another ooh, 29 episodes. I wasn't even here for 29 episodes. I make up the rules. I don't like your rules. Nobody likes the Nobody rules. Nobody likes the okay, rules. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's what's happening. All right, all right. I like awesome. it. Community. Uh, you're more now, than welcome to find me on Facebook in my real life. Well, I, I've been calling you Chuck for so long. Yeah, Please forgive it's, me it's fine. if the occasional Chuck happens I'm, to blurt out. To be honest, I'm, I'm not upset about it because Chuck's a cute nickname. Either True. way. Yeah, not all nicknames are derivative of a person's legal name yeah. so it doesn't yeah. just please don't call me rach because that's gives me the heebie-jeebies take note internet don't don't do it i'm not right. i'm not a cast member on friends please don't it's, <laughs> it's two syllables it's really not that hard that's how i feel about it see that's only funny to me because i know for a fact that you're binge watching friends right now <laughs> Ah, uh, and I kind of hate you a little bit for it. Why? I'm not running around screaming the theme song. Yeah, you. yes, you are. Yes, I'm yes, not. you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, you kind of do. You hum it everywhere you go now. <laughs> it's because I still have joy. Yeah. Blarg. Anyway. Anyway. Lugo, Lugo's, business. Lugo's totally Joey. If we were friends, and say three friends had already died. Fuck you. I'm not a Joey. I'm he's, a Chandler, if anything. He's an actor. Uh Hello. Uh, Chandler's the one that everybody thinks is gay and has a corporate job that nobody understands. Yeah. That's me. That's you. That's me. Oh, wait. Nobody thinks Um, you're gay. Okay. Wait, everybody thinks you're gay? Sure. Who thinks you're gay? Everybody at my corporate job that nobody understands. I will fucking punch them in the face holes. Wait. I'll settle down. (laughs) Then which one am I? You're all of the women. Uh, you're Phoebe. No, you're you're Phoebe. I'm, I'm Phoebe if... Phoebe had weird cleaning tendencies like Monica. Huh. So you're you're a Phoebe with Monica tendencies? Yes. All right. You're a Joey with Joey tendencies. You're, a- <laughs> you're an asshole. Did they, fuck you, none of you are Did they go to the zoo? Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. That was great. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to come to your corporate office and help them make fun of you now. Good luck getting past nine tiers of security that have been in place since Operation Wall Street. <laughs> Occupy Wall Street. Oh, God, so much time has passed. I don't even remember what that endless drum circle was called. <laughs> Supposedly. All right. What the fuck are we doing here? Uh, it is February. It is the <laughs> month of love or sorrow, depending on how you feel about a certain holiday this month. It's Relationship Awareness Month. It's Black History Month. That too. It's the month where we finally get around to answering the emails we were sent. Oh, yeah. In, like, November. In November. Yeah. Because there you, are, there because you had a dumb idea. In uh, October, that should have waited till February. Hey, I had a dumb idea in January of 2013. If you want to be fair, <laughs> or was it 20? You know, it was 2014. It was yeah, the first, the first time we did this, it was uh, for a Valentine's episode. Um, mm-hmm. Our second Valentine's episode, we encouraged our listener 
to write in their love sex uh, advice questions sure. and mm-hmm. we answered them like an even crappier uh, <laughs> love no, line. Nobody here is like qualified a, to, like give a, any, to give advice to like anyone a, in the world ever. Like a drunk Dear Abby. But we just kind of realized, I think we just had a moment looking at each other we across did. the we studio. Just, we just remembered a thing. What? This is kind of an anniversary for yeah, you. Yeah, it's uh, my one year podcast anniversary. <gasps> what? Yeah, we, 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 we uh, you guys did the love advice and right? then I came back and I read the the Mad Lib. Oh, that's And then right. after that, you guys were like, you want to come back all the time? And I was like, yeah, I have a high tolerance for pain. So One a year ago, year. We, we gave crappy advice mm-hmm. and invited you to the podcast. Yeah. And a year later, we're going to give more crappy advice and welcome Rachel Shank to the podcast. And, uh, huh, if full you, circle. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Oh, 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 I love oh, this game. Oh, 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 oh. oh and, use your words. And by the way, uh, in that episode, I did submit a question as our shank. So our shank has been a name on the podcast for a year already. Oh, and we and we read it. Yeah. Oh, huh. yeah. Let's go to the tape. Uh, all right, here we go. There are a lot of questions in this one. Do you want to do you want to read this one? This one comes to us from an R shank. Got it. Hey guys. Hey. LTFT with a few questions. No. <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm you having so much nostalgia over I'm here. I'm so ready to go to the tape all the time. I, I know, just, except I, you never do. I don't want to go to the tape. I just love the expression, let's go to the tape. I feel like we should just do a clip show. Oh my God, can we do a clip show next month? Now, a clip show means that <laughs> I do a clip show. That, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Unless you guys sit down and like edit all of the, like write down like all of the the, the, the bits and the times. Oh. Because going yeah. through every episode, <laughs> every 90 minute to two hour episode and harvesting uh, bits, uh, what if, what it sounds if like a work of madness. Delegated particular sets of months for each of us. So not oh. all of us are listening to oh. all of the podcast episodes. For instance, like... Well, there's 30 episodes yeah, and there's so three of us. Yeah, so we each do 10. We, we each do 10, 10 episodes. And then maybe have a clip show for August. That gives us plenty of time to do it. I think the clip show is, is pretty much acknowledged as Terrible the pinnacle idea. of lazy programming. Yes, it is. And now we're actually spending time on a non-clip show episode brainstorming how we're going to make a clip show. We're so sorry, C. Muldrow. We, oh, I, I assumed we were just going to edit this part out. But. Oh, Let's get it. Okay, look. Let's. We have we have a bunch of questions that uh, so many questions that, that a bunch of you sent in via um, email. Via, yes, via the electronic mail, and uh, I guess what we're gonna do is we're gonna read them and then we're going to respond to them in the only way we know how, by not giving a shit uh, and giving you the what we think is the funniest answer available. Although I don't know, I think last time we did this, I was actually um, less. I was actually more advicey, and you were more snarky. I was laughing and crying because I was actually in the studio waiting. Oh, that's and right. I, and I was yeah. listening, and I I tried really hard not to laugh or or cough or do anything to <coughs> I alert think you to my presence. You you did a really good job. Thank you. Uh, I'm pretty well I, behaved when I have. I don't think I gave very sound advice. I'll tell you why don't you let's what? roll the tape of the advice. <laughs> Here's the heart of this advice question. Right. I want to spice up my sexy times, and I require advice. Please help. Uh, I find that booze helps a lot. That's all right. Booze. Booze. If you drink more, uh, you're, you lower your inhibitions, and then you'll pretty much sleep with anything. I feel if you always introduce just a touch of 
the threat of imminent death. <laughs> I mean by firing squad. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Or a falling piano. Oh, and okay. we're back. Uh, so who wants to read the first email? Well, it's a long one. So All right, I'm the intern. I'll let, do it. Let's go with uh, Rachel because right. you are already challenged by reading the small print. <sighs> yeah. So let's, yeah. Hey, gang. So what is the decorum for trying to maintain a healthy friendship with your primary partner's ex? If you know that he or she was dealing with his or her first same-sex infatuation and you were the target. If he, she, and your primary partner are on less than stellar terms due to different interest levels. And what faux pas should be avoided if the two amazing partners you met through him or her are still trying to maintain a close friendship with him or her. And you all wind up at a social event. Treat them like a cousin, close bro friend cut bait and just say hey think you're awesome but i get the feeling you don't really feel comfortable around us in social situations so we'll just try not to get too involved in any of your circles and not really interested in you as a sexual partner though i'm very flattered but that was the most run-on-y run yeah, holy shit learn to write an email okay settle down <laughs> follow-up secondary question oh there's Is, more yes. Oh, God. Slow your roll, Lugatron. <laughs> Follow-up secondary question. Is there an accepted time frame when dating another couple as a polyamorous quad that you're supposed to be comfortable introducing them to your family? The family's pretty understanding of weirdness in general, but appear more comfortable if it's kept slightly ambiguous and a few states away. Bonus. Is it ethical to outsource your kink slash foreplay? Do I get full considerate, good, giving, game, 3G, partner points for hiring a professional rigger to tie up my sub-partners, or should I just buckle down and have somebody show me the ropes? Same thing with a professional full body massage. All the best. Be anatomy. Okay. Uh, well, there, okay. There's I an need, awful lot to unpack here. I need here. someone to give me the Cliff Notes version of what was asked. I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Okay. So, be anatomy, or it's at be atomy. Oh, I I read so many words. Just I know. Uh, B. Adamy <laughs> is in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Okay. And that I got. And got it. B. Adamy's primary used to date somebody and and then parted on bad terms. But now you're still part of the same social circle. Mm -hmm. So how do you interact with this person that used to date your primary, but things ended poorly with the with the primary? Can uh, we give everybody names here, real quick? No. So I, so B is dating. P. P for, for partner, for B. primary. Yeah. Okay. And B. then E used to date P, and B wants to know how to interact with E. Oh, yeah. okay. Sometimes it's a lot easier to give everybody names instead of the, right. the him, her, she, he, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so then the options are, so what do we do? What Treat do we them do? like a cousin, close bro friend, cut bait and just say, hey, I think you're awesome, but I get the feeling you don't really feel comfortable around us in social situations, so we're trying to get too involved in any of your circles, not really interested in you as a sexual partner, though I'm very flattered. So is E attracted to B? It is sounds like it. It sounds like E is like kind of propositioning back in like, hey, hey. you and your new guy. Let's. Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> I say. I feel like I, we just started real hard. Yeah. I, I say, uh, 
you know what? There's way too many. Uh, there's way too many pitfalls in that. I, and and I would just out of respect for the new partner, stay away from the ex. Would, well, I'm, but except the thing that that B leads with here is what's the decorum for trying to maintain a healthy friendship with your primary partner's ex? Now that this this question itself kind of suggests that there's a certain obligation yeah, that the author on, feels that yeah. has to maintain a friendly relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think see, that's just it. I don't I don't think. I think the obligation is self-imposed. You don't actually have to do anything. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think, I think that, I mean, that situation works the very same as a monogamous situation, you know, out of respect for the partner, you kind of have to stay away from the ex. Right. Um, I, I don't know. See, <sighs> because I mean, if the, if, if the current partner is, is, is in bad news bears with their ex, then just out of just polite decorum, you want to kind of stay away from that. Well, it right? doesn't say that. It just says they parted on bad terms, but it, yeah. it seems like that the author is trying to maintain this friendship. So I, th- I think that they have fixed things, oh, oh. but maybe there's bad history. There's a little bit of bad blood, but P and E are moving beyond it, I suppose. Um, I've, I there's, feel there's that... way there's, there's too much and not enough information in um, this question. I... I feel that it is, Mr. B, that it's very important, or Ms. B, depending, um, that you discuss this first and foremost with your primary partner. Maybe see how your primary partner feels about the way you should conduct yourself with their ex. Because yeah. you're, the, you're the person that they've chosen now, and it's, it's important that first and foremost, since you guys are in a polyamorous relationship and you are primary partners it's, it, the primary is their feelings obviously um, I think, so I think, I think it's really important that you first and foremost have the discussion with your primary absolutely and I think I should have led with that and 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 uh uh and I and I did I think in my head I was already assuming and I was probably and obviously incorrect um that that conversation already taken place you know what I mean so hmm. um Basically, you kind of defer to whatever your partner wants to have happen. Yeah. I think an important question you'd ask yourself here is, do you want to maintain a healthy friendship with your primary's ex because your partner wants that or or because you want that? Right. And if you want that more than your partner, then you really need to – then it's not really that crucial for you to – Yeah. Unless you had a friendship beforehand and you're trying to salvage it. I mean, I feel like there's – we may have all just goofed on this letter being really long, but I do feel like a a little bit more backstory might have. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, But ultimately, I think think ultimately it's – it's whatever your current partner is most comfortable with. Yeah. It's most comfortable. With. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if that means that they're not comfortable with you being all pally pally, then, then you kind of have to make that sacrifice yeah. really for the sake of or, the current relationship. Or if, if it's, if the friendship with the ex is that important to you, let that be known because no one can read anybody's mind. True. In anything, you know, like, you just have to be honest and be open. Yeah. So I guess that's what's the most important is just being honest with yourself yeah. and with your just primary. Like, just like in any polyamorous uh, relationship, com- communication mm-hmm. is key. Yes. Uh, open, honest, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, communication. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a word I'm looking for, but I can't think of it right now. Uh, um, 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 no, we've got time. <laughs> uh, you know what? It'll pop up later. But yeah, just clear, honest, open communication is is vital in a polyamorous relationship, yes. and probably more so when you know 
when there's like uh, f- fragile uh, emotions and and bruised egos and mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, sort of really confused mixed feelings, even more so. Yeah. Also, um, at the end of this initial question, with the with the follow up, the e, no, 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 not the follow up yet. Oh. The the e being interested in you, you have to look at yourself and whether or not you are interested in them. Because if you are interested in them, then that's a conversation you need to have with them and your primary. But if you aren't interested in them, just tell them you're not interested in them. I mean, <laughs> just be honest. Be honest. Be be honest with yourself, and then be honest with your primary. Just go nuts. <laughs> go crazy town on that honesty. Wise words from Rachel Shank. Follow-up secondary question. And now, yeah. is there an accepted time frame when dating another couple as a polyamorous quad that you're supposed to be comfortable introducing them to your family? The family's pretty understanding of weirdness in general. Men. But appear more comfortable if it's kept slightly ambiguous and a few states away. Then I the answer is no. Yeah, you answered your own question. You at, you That's exactly... <laughs> That's exactly what you did, Anatomy. Yeah. You answered your own fucking question. Uh, If the family is tolerant, but not 100% accepting, you kind of have to just meet them where they're at. Yeah. Don't force it down their throats. Mm -hmm. And especially in in so many of these situations where meeting the family typically takes place at the family's home. Like you you travel to them, to their space, to where they're most comfortable. And if they can be accepting of... uh, you know, if they're, they're open to your what you call weirdness and they're accepting of it, they just would rather not have it around them. Then you're 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 already doing okay. Like yeah, you're doing they're they're, they're supportive most. of you. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to uh, bring your additional partners into their home and make mm-hmm. and and make them deal with it more. It feels yeah. like they're already being accepting. It's probably best to keep them comfortable. Yes. Yeah. You know, but then again, I mean, only you know what's best for you and your family, yes. right? So, and also, I mean, ultimately, uh, let's just answer every question with only you know what's best for you and your family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. done. Um, no. And what's this bonus question? Outsource? I didn't know you could outsource kink or well, what he's, he's he's talking about like doing some advanced rope riggings. He's talking about can I get somebody to do no, it for me, or no, should I, I learn the ropes? I get that, but I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't. I didn't know that thing. there were people that would hire themselves out to sure. come to your house to tie up like your partner so that you can have sexy times with them. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, that can be hot if you want to like uh, bring in a professional, but really, if if you're if you're really committed to exploring your kink and your fetish, yeah, you it's, it's it. time yeah. you should uh, get a couple books and yeah. uh, start get, learning get start learning books. your knots yeah. yourself. Go, find go find somebody your... who's really good at it and 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 beg them and pay them to, to to train you. Yeah, and again, with this question, I mean, this is definitely an important thing to broach with your partner as to whether or not they want you to outsource outsource the kink. You know because what? Because you can't just. I don't think you can just show up and then it's like, hey, here's this person who's going to tie you up for me. Surprise! Happy Valentine's Day. Um, um, but I will say this. I'm actually really good with rope, so you could hire me at any time. I will come over there and I will tie any everybody and anything up with rope. I will, I will fucking knock the shit up out of them. So to repeat what Rachel said, please talk to your partner and... <laughs> Then you will determine the best way to move forward. My and rates are are really reasonable. Oh God! God in heaven, I'm so upset now. Uh, uh, what? I'll give you a discount. All right, chill. Just, just use 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 the keyword pie. <laughs> right. If you mention pie, get a ten percent discount on all your tie ups. Pot tie. So thank you for writing in. Be anatomy. Thank you. Be anatomy. Sorry for butchering. You, your you, name. you made yourself, you gave yourself a punny name, but we have a first initial last name 
scheme here, and you've really thrown a wrench into those plans. All right. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It took me a minute. I had to say it in my brain all the way through. Got it. <laughs> um. So. Okay. Um. I am going to read the next one, and it is. <clears throat> Dear Epic Crew. That's the three no. of us. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I get it. Uh, I have this problem where I'm really lonely, but I kind of have trust issues <gasps> slash hate everyone. I get asked out on dates, but when I think about going on them, I break out in cold sweats while a part of my brain monologues about the benefits of uh, waking up alone in my house and how awesome it is. Yet I crave consistent companionship and sexy times. What is your advice? Will I die alone? Also, how are you? <laughs> uh, this letter uh, shouldn't be all about me, right? Uh, I continue to love these podcasts. Please don't stop. Give Schaefer uh, all the birthday love. Okay. Sincerely, uh, Desperate and Desolate in Denver. I um, think I already love D and D in Denver. Uh, <laughs> something, something about oh, so D and D. This was, Denver. I mean, this was obviously written before your birthday, back in November. Yes. Um, it is. It is postdated eleven, twelve. You know what? I, you know, this act, this actually speaks to me on many, many levels. <gasps> me too. Um, because as someone who's actually grown quite comfortable being alone and managed to find happiness on my own, I've gotten to a point where. I, I, I crave uh, companionship and intimacy, um, but not from a, a place of like neediness and desperation, but just more from a place like, you know, I come home at the end of the day and I had something really awesome happen and I want to tell someone and it's like, hmm, no one's here to share it, you know, um, or something really bad happened and I'm like, hmm, there's no one to complain to. Um, and... And I've been doing a lot of like really incredible things in my life and, and, and like, oh, hey, this really awesome thing happened. And then I come home and it's like, oh, hello, TV and video games. I guess I'll play you. Um, so I don't, well, first of all, one, you're not going to die alone. That's not a thing that's going to happen unless you No, no, no. You no. can't, you, you've got to stop going to like a, a catastrophe. Yeah end result of, of absolutely. this because yeah. absolutely. what's happening is not utterly tragic and right. you are, this does not mean you are doomed to a lifetime of solitude no no and just because and just because you're alone now you being alone now doesn't define who you are that's yeah. just that is just your current state of of relationship status yeah the way i like to put it is i am alone but not lonely mm. um but i do get that i mean i do get lonely from time to time yeah. and i do get uh, actually, incredibly lonely from time to time, but it's also it's it's also temporary. Yeah, you know I, this is going to sound really pat and trite, so please forgive me. But this too shall pass. You know, um, and it's really just kind of boils down to your comfort level. If go if the idea of going on a date just like makes your brain go monkey crazy, then don't go on a date. Yeah, it's, really, it's really that simple. <laughs> you know, but it's like it, it's, well, it's not that simple when you're trying to. I, I when I think the writer here is 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 trying to balance this, I uh, my my what did you say? My brain goes monkey monkey what? crazy. My brain goes monkey crazy while simultaneously craving consistent companionship and sexy times. So mm -hmm. it's it's not like it's not just a matter of well, I want to go on a date, but going on dates makes me nervous. Well, then the answer is quite simply yes. Don't go on dates. Don't feel like you're monkey crazy brain. Right. Yeah. But this person also, is trying to reconnoiter that with the fact yes. that he or and she is craving companionship. Also, uh, here's here's the thing that helps. Uh, hookers. Okay. Well, um, 
What I would like to say is... <laughs> Actual advice? Yes. <laughs> if what you are craving requires something that you don't want to do, because I am actually in the same boat as, like, very much in the same boat, like, I'm trying to go on dates and be sociable and do all these things. And I'm slowly finding that this takes time. And I, I, I hate, I hate it. <laughs> I hate how much time it's taking. But the thing is, it's, it's having to do the crappy thing to get to something that's better than the crappy thing. So you have to, well, no, look, just let me, let me finish. Okay. Yeah. It's it's the actor having to go to auditions, even if they hate auditions, because they want the part. It's it's the it's the human having to ride the train to get to the fun Coney Island rides. You know, we have to slug through the bullshit to get to something good. And if you can just look at the dating or the social interactions with with less of oh my god, this has to be it or it's nothing. You know, it's just like just keep calm play it cool just like take a breath and know that what you're doing is a necessary evil and you'll 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 figure it out and you'll find your way through and if you're looking for sexy times i highly recommend fet life uh may i offer a counterpoint please offer a counterpoint uh Uh, it's it i think i think and this is and, and and maybe this is just my point of view and my and maybe I'm unique in this situation but I think that if you hate the if you hate the process then maybe maybe you're going about the process in a way that doesn't work for you um, when I when I was an actor I would hear all the time about people who hated the audition process and they would never get jobs because they walked in hating the audition process. When you learn to love the audition process and you learn to accept it as part of the process, then that then that process becomes less of a drudge and you get there with a different point of view. Um, I actually don't hate the dating process. I go on a lot of first dates with a lot of women that I never want to meet again, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go on the first date. And I actually, I have a good time on the first date and they're all lovely people. They're just not right for me. And just like Chuck was saying, it takes time, probably a fuck ton more time than what your patience is willing to allow. And you know, le- learn to love the process because once you accept the process, then that opens you up to a much wider uh, uh, breadth of like filters you can see the world through. I don't think that you need to love the process. I think you just you have to accept the process, which is well, I accepting feel... it and and but well, like, well, I, the, the you're saying is, something I'm... different. Then you're saying you what you said was like go through the drudgery of it as if it's some kind yeah, of like that, horrible isn't chore. That, isn't that in a way accepting it looking like no. this is this is weird and it's not the best thing but it is a thing that I that I must do I think I think it's I think it's a matter of point to... I think it's a I think it's a simple matter of a point of view yeah if you if you view it not as a chore not as drudgery whatever I mean because this will turn into like a semantic argument where that means acceptance or love it or whatever if 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 you go into it thinking to yourself hey I'm gonna have fun regardless of the outcome then that process becomes much easier i uh i i don't want to make uh uh um assumptions here on this Mm -hmm. this email but i'm pretty sure that this uh writer dates men 
So. <laughs> oh, then everything I've said, I take back. Because <laughs> men are fucking horrible and we ruin everything. You do you. Uh, D&D in Denver. D&D in Denver. You do you. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously... Oh, please. Rachel, I'd like to give you a high five for the uh, auditions and and booking a gig metaphor. That was very, that was good. Well, those are things that uh, suck. And dating also sucks. I I enjoy it, but that's just me. Yeah, well. Look at you and your sunny, optimistic attitude. Dude, this is who I am. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This is who you're playing. No, it's (laughs) not. Sometimes I wonder if Nelson sneaks into my bedroom at night and like is slowly draining my joy out of my body. Are you getting crankier? Like drinking it. Now that you two share a common address. Thank you for uh, respecting the, your the, terminology. You. Yes, yes, I appreciate that. Is that a thing that's happening? Are you getting crankier and he's getting sunnier? It's like it's like a fucking picture of Dorian Gray up in this shit. Sometimes I feel like he's feeding off my innocence. One of the two of you has smiled a lot more <laughs> than the other ones. <laughs> Jokes since we on you. Recording. You haven't you haven't been innocent for quite some time. Next question. (laughs) Shall I? Yes. Just wanted to hear your take on a few dating issues. Firstly, when is an acceptable time to say I love you in a relationship? And secondly, what's a healthy average number for sexual partners? And is it different for men and women? And if so, why do you think that is? Does it matter just person to person? Also, if you could pick two other people to be in your dream threesome, who would they be and why? F. Heinemann. Uh, wow. Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, what's the first one? Firstly, what is it acceptable to say I love you in a relationship? There is On not- the first date. Okay, settle oh down. Oh, my God. You get down there on is, one knee is- and you say, I have never been happier than I've been right here, right now. Marry me. The, the thing is, there, there is no hard, fast rule. There, there really I mean, isn't. the things like I feel like a lot of our pop culture has created like an arbitrary set of rules. Things mm-hmm. like you you wait two days to call somebody back the or lockdown. or you don't sleep with somebody until the third date or whatever. I really whatever, hate that. whatever. And I think that saying I love you to somebody is a similar thing. If you are if you are waiting for an arbitrary milestone to pass. Uh, to say I love you, then you're already compromising the sincerity of the expression. Yeah. You should say it when you feel it and say it really loud and in a dramatic way. Yes. Get like smoky. Don't it. fucking sit on it. Don't harbor it. Mm-hmm. Don't guard it. The second you feel what you're feeling, let it the fuck yeah. out. There's this notion that once you feel it, that then you have to like, you have to hold on to that and suppress that and sleep on that. Like, whoa, 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 I'm, I'm feeling yeah. this intense thing. Y- y- you don't. That's like, in the real world, that's similar to trying to not puke. <laughs> I think I'm going to puke, but I'm not going to. Nope. You just no, do it. You're going to. Because it's... you're going to feel better. And it's and everything think... that you're being is telling you to do. Sometimes I feel like saying I love you is like vomiting. So <laughs> I think I think part of the stigma behind saying I love you is the fear that it, that it won't be returned, that it won't that it won't be reciprocal. Right. Um, yeah. And and I and to- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That I say, fuck it. If you feel love for someone, tell them. If they don't feel love for you, so what? You meet them where they're at. If they're not ready, if they're not there yet, but they still want to be in your company and still want to have wonderful relationship, sexy times with you, then just let it be that. It doesn't need, just because you say it doesn't mean there needs to be an obligation on the other end. Again, it's that pop culture thing of that episode where the guy says, I love you to the girl and she's like, thank you. And he's like, now everything is ruined because I'm not entitled to your love. Blah, blah, blah. No, nothing's ruined. The only thing, thing, yeah. The thing about, love and this is this is how i've always felt about love it's an action it's yes there are feelings that go with that action but that action is to put someone's needs above your own that is to love in my opinion and if you want to put someone else's needs before your own then you love them and if you want to say it say it just yeah. be and the thing is like if you say it and they don't reciprocate and you can't deal with that you actually saved yourself a lot of time and a lot of stress because you're not waiting around thinking oh my gosh when I tell them yeah. it's gonna change everything and then when it doesn't then you're hurting for no reason I mean just like it's that honesty thing just be just be you because the moment that you aren't you you're convincing someone to love something that isn't real and when you feel it go with it boom that's solid in your face this 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 secondary question here this and secondly what's a healthy average number for sexual partners i'm not sure it's either i I got no no i've got one oh you do it's it's either one or 500 because it's it doesn't matter it's incredibly arbitrary there is no there is no such thing shut up there is no such thing as a healthy number average of sexual partners and there is definitely not a difference for men and women in fact that's well the basis of a lot of really unfortunate gender-based discrimination that our culture still subscribes to sadly but no uh there's not a a healthy average for sexual partners it doesn't it doesn't mean anything there's that number is meaningless it's meaningless the numbers aren't important what's whether yeah what's important is that you are healthy yeah. In however many numbers you have, that you are taking care of yourself and you are taking care of your partner or partners, however many that may be, because a number is just a number. Right. Whether it it's doesn't one, make you a better person or a worse yeah. person. Yeah. One, 100, 1,000. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, the, the fact is, if you're the one in relationship with that person now, guess what, fucker? You won. Doesn't matter what happened. True. That's solid. That's 
you're breaking character. You're supposed to be giving <laughs> shitty advice. Rachel's killing it, and you actually said something pretty oh, sound. Oh, shit. So. I'm sorry. Uh, go get a hooker. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh. Whatever your number is, multiply that by six, and then you'll be great. <laughs> also, if you could pick two other people to be in your dream threesome, who would they be and ooh, why? Oh, I know this one. My dream. Yeah, you go. You no, go. you first. No, no. Ladies no, first. first. Ladies first. No. Beauty before age. That no, would be age you. before beauty. Oh, here's here's my threesome. Uh, it would be me. Uh, that's uh, obvious. Naturally, uh, this the the second one would be Batman. Okay, and then the third one would be Batman. Huh. All right. Huh. Terrific. Schaefer. Oh, uh, mine would be uh, Darth Vader and Asajj Ventress. <laughs> I'm not even surprised. <laughs> I'm not even shocked by it. Would be so hot. Mine. <laughs> Mine would be the Chris's Pratt and Evans. Ooh. Ooh. Nice little Chris sandwich. I Keep know. it all in the MCU. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 yep. Can I can I switch mine? Nope. nope. Damn it. You're done. Fuck. See, I read this email in advance and I thought about it. <laughs> Were you going to say Dr. <laughs> Leslie Tompkins from Gotham? Yes. I know. Oh. Oh, Shut up! So great. She's so pretty. She is, but you already said Batman and Batman. I'm it's, picking the. You know Batman. what? I'm not. Ashamed. You know what? I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I, I'll still pick Batman and Batman. Okay. Actually, could I take myself out of the equation and just put Chris Hemsworth in and just like watch them? Oh, <laughs> you, you can do that. <laughs> can I make it a foursome? Actually, I want can I change mine from Darth Vader and Asajj Ventress? No, to- Darth Vader and Asajj Ventress. <sighs> I really, really like the Clone Wars. <laughs> My brain did this thing. That was weird. Holy shit, Schaefer. Um, all right. Uh, who, who's reading oh, the next it's one? it's my turn now. Okay. I always get the long ones. It's fine. Fuck, that's it. long. I know. <clears throat> it's a good thing I have such an NPR voice. Nope. <clears throat> it's a good thing our show is so long and we have no guest. <laughs> I'm dying already. Shh, they don't know that yet. <clears throat> I want to start off by saying thank you guys so much for making this podcast. It is easily my favorite podcast out there. I was reluctant to send this email at first when you were asking for questions because I didn't want to bother you guys. But honestly, I could use the advice. Okay. Back in April, I met an amazing guy and we hit it off right away. I am a full-time student working three jobs. He works full-time, has two young children, and is getting ready to graduate at the time. So we agreed uh, life was too hectic for a relationship. So we had no strings attached, uh, though exclusive arrangement. During the summer, we started to spend time together and had no- and it had nothing to do with sex. He introduced me to his daughters. We started going on hikes, hikes, swimming, lots of games, and dinner every couple weeks. Now it's gotten to the point where he and I see each other almost every day. We cook dinner with each other two or three times a week. I watch the girls if he has a meeting, and he takes care of me when I'm sick. His daughters Mm. have now started asking if I am dating their dad. I always try to avoid answering because we haven't talked about it really. On Thanksgiving, the girls were helping me make pies to take to their grandmas. And the older one asked me, when are you going to marry Dada? If you do it soon, we can all live together and you can be our stepmom and we can be your daughters. The thing is, I am feeling in love with him, but I am not sure how to tell him. We've both had really, really bad relationships in the past, so I'm always nervous about starting one. I just don't want to ruin it and scare him away if he only sees it as just a purely sexual relationship. Thank you so much, and 
keep making amazing podcasts, music, and shows. Uh, I think I think this is actually really simple. Yeah. You you already have the relationship that you want. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that you haven't done yet is given it a label. Mm-hmm. That's really I mean you, you guys are already in a very at least on paper a very loving very nurturing um, uh, relationship where you're mutually looking out for each other and yeah. you and and to the point where and because kids could pick up on bullshit real fast you know what I mean kids are real fucking savvy about shit that's working and shit that's not working mm-hmm. and if you've won over the kids you're you already have the thing you want mm-hmm. you just both of you are just too terrified about the L word to make it a final thing at least that's at least that's my take on it uh, I don't know if you two have it seems to me like yeah if it started it was this no strings sexual relationship um, but it's now that's I mean that's how it started yeah. yeah but now you're you're a part of his children's life he's which is a, a much much deeper level of intimacy than you already had when you had your no strings thing going yeah. the fact that he's he's that you are spending time with his his children and they are they they have taken a liking to you and that you do these these kind of family holiday related things together it means he he definitely cares about you. He's like, I mean, he trusts you with his kids, which yeah. is a profound amount of of admiration and respect that he has for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so even if I neither of you said it, he loves you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Also, uh, people, you're not going to scare him away. People by don't bake. It. People don't bake pies for a fucking booty call. That's all I'm saying. People don't introduce their children to a booty call. Either. No, that's true. I'm, I'm going to say children take a, take precedent over pies. I know, disagree with me all you want. Children over Pie, pies. Pies are more, more important to Well, me. to you. Yeah. But to the to most humans. <laughs> children. Apparently. I would uh, step over my nephew's I would, pie. I would, I would say, L that you are already... I mean, you guys are already in there. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, it's it's just a matter of one of the two of you saying it. I think I think it goes back to what we said earlier. Like, just fucking say it. Just say there is. I mean, there is a lot of weight that yeah. is that is culturally yeah, is imprinted upon that expression, which is why people will use things like after I'm basically creating relationships with his children. Am I going to scare him away by saying three <laughs> words? Yeah. Like the the fact that 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 language sounds normal is right. is unfortunate, but it is uh, uh, I guess the temperature of of the world that we live in. Um I say, well the thing is like the, the only way to find out is to find out, right? So if you tell him that you love him and that's not a thing he wants, then you have your answer. Then yeah, then you know. But right? to but, be honest, it, but to be I honest, mean, I'm looking at this and I don't I don't see a downside to this. I don't have to be a magic eight ball to say signs point to right um and also uh i'm a really good officiant so if you need a someone to do the ceremony you can hire me if you mention the word pie you get a 10 percent discount Uh, i'm also a wedding officiant but like lugo we are both only registered in new york state I can be registered anywhere yeah i can do it faster because i'm more web savvy so i'm also available for your wedding i can sing at your wedding I have a lovely voice. Oh, oh, that's true. Oh, how about how about you hire the Epic Piecast to uh, to perform your wedding? You want us to do? But we'll do play by play. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rachel, take a look now. Oh, the groom is coming out, and boy, does he look sharp! Oh. Bum bum ba dum. Look at the hottie. You are ruining this beautiful moment right now. Yeah, we were going to do a bit, and then you just jumped in there with yeah. your face and your mouth. Yeah. 
The groomsmen are all wearing teal uh, vests. Cummerbunds? Cummerbunds. You Thank you. That's sure. what I was looking for. Teal yeah. cummerbunds. And they look, All the rage this season. They look very yeah. festive for sure. the occasion. A very spring wedding. Uh, there are stargazer lilies everywhere. Uh, it's it's really a beautiful <laughs> ceremony. Uh, oh, and there is the groom's mother and the groom's father. She just looks radiant. Yes. The... Resplendent in uh, eggshell uh, white. The thing is, when we get uh, when we eventually do absolutely get hired to do <laughs> live wedding. color commentary of Elle's wedding. <laughs> Uh, I hope it's kind of brisk outside. I hope it's like a brisk yeah. climate or time. Oh, yeah. so, like, a, like a fall. So, so only yeah. so that we can have gloves and scarves. So that I, I just imagine this whole thing like the, like uh, the newscasters. Like the Thanksgiving do, Day parade. Yeah, exactly. Covering the Macy's Day Parade, and it'll remind you of those like pies you baked together like so many years before. Like we're New Year's Rock and Eve. The only the only way you can keep me from talking is if you bake me a pie. That's really all I'm saying. I need to bake more pies. Yeah. Um, but best of luck to you. Uh, yes. ho- hope that works out. You know, write us. Let us know because it's been a while since since yeah. you wrote. Um, uh, we write, need the update. Yeah. Give us a, give us an update. I hope that you to be I, to be completely honest. I hope that you did not wait for us. Oh I my God, that would be horrible. That you you <laughs> found the answer that was right for you and you went with it. Yeah, I, I can I can only hope that what we're saying is validating and what you've already done. All I am done. sending you is my love and my. My good vibes to you and and this sir and his lovely children. All right. Um, well, moving right along, uh, we have Dear EPC, uh, what do each of you think the key is to achieving true romance? Sincerely, Musically Obsessed. That would be M, Obsessed. That's, uh, that's not it, even a real name. That's how we do it's this. It's not even a real name. It might be. It's not no, musically obsessed. That's the name. Um, Seriously, might you gonna make that argument? Is that M- what you're gonna do? Obsessed. Okay. Uh, well, M O. <laughs> wow. So you, congratulations, because we've had everybody ask questions, ask really, really long questions. Yeah. And you have written the shortest one with the biggest answer. <laughs> one sentence. What do each of you think is the key to achieving true romance? Um, he, I, actually, I already know my answer. What? I, How do you already know your answer to it's that? It's very clear. I don't fucking know. Oh. oh. Because just like everybody else on the planet, I'm making it up as I go along. Right. Because not <clears throat> Because people are not cookie cutters and the, the same thing that worked with one person isn't going to work for the next person. Mm-hmm. So the only way to achieve true romance is to become an expert in the person that you are in a relationship with. To achieve true romance, you might try um, uh, hookers and blow Amazon streaming or Netflix. Either of them. Might oh, have I it. see. I see what you did there. I Thank see. you. Here's a love letter straight from my heart, fucker. That's a wrong movie. Oh. That's Blue Velvet. Oh. I get those two confused. Okay. Rachel? (laughs) The constant fear of physical pain. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a callback. Holy shit. Yeah, it was. Totally was. Holy fucking shitballs. Um. 
just introduced the constant fear of physical pain, uh, maybe a little violence and some naughty language, and you're golden. And you're golden. I think I broke something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, good gravy. Um, Here's, here's, I guess, one tiny anecdote to that. There's all the things about, like, trust and and, and, (sighs) spiritual connection and everything else you could say. But I would say, like, a big one is, is if you find somebody who doesn't just accept all of what comes with you, but rather embraces it. Mm. Um, I mean, you can date somebody that is like, yeah, it's it's okay that you are really into Doctor Who. That, that's that's <laughs> that's okay. You can make that work. I don't know if that's a true romance, but if you find some civilian who knows nothing about uh, what Doctor Who, it's called, I believe. Yeah, they know nothing about the it, who's? but then it's something that's important to you and then they utterly embrace that because they want to share a part of your thing i feel that that's a very romantic gesture yeah that can that goes both ways among uh between partners yeah yeah agreed yeah but mostly threat of physical pain but mostly the threat the endless threat of constant physical pain at around every corner fear of pain your true love should wake up a little afraid all the time. Yep. Uh, look, if I've said it once, I've, I've said it a dozen times. Hookers and blow. <sighs> you just I'm, okay. I'm not. <laughs> I am not. Read it. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh wait. Are we doing that one? We're going to skip. Oh, no, we're going to skip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Hello, Epic Pie Cast cast members. Aw, hi. Oh, hey. How you doing, buddy? You are out on a date. Whoa, hold on. Whoa, (laughs) whoa. Is this a choose-your-own-adventure book written in the second person, or is this just like a hypothetical? It's a hypothetical. Don't fucking force a date on me. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Listen, consent is crucial. Yeah, I didn't shave my my bits. Oh, God damn it. Fuck. (laughs) Why would you say those words? Now. Okay. I'd like to just go ahead and start over. Go for it. Okay. Hello, Epic Piecast cast members. Hey. Hi. What's up? You are out on a date. I'm going to read this Rod Serling style. You are out on a date, (laughs) and things are going well. This might be a hypothetical for you. Ouch. (laughs) That's not cool. Both of you are interested in making decisions that will later be referred to using the term consenting adults. Okay, that's better. Your place or theirs? Pleasingly pleased, B. Huh. Well. Huh. Well, there's two schools of thought on this. The question is, you're out on a date. Things are going well. It looks like a thing is going to happen. How do you decide whose place you're going to? Um, I usually just ask, uh, would you like to come over? (laughs) But that eliminates the fun of giving advice. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, uh, you roll a d20 for initiative. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I know. Uh, you rock, paper, scissors for initiative. What? You play Just please stop. three rounds of Texas Hold'em Poker. For initiative. 
I feel in any one of these scenarios, you're never going to have a situation where two people on a date are both equally as cool with either place as possible. Like you're never going to like both people are going, I could go to yours. I could go to mine and with the equal amount of enthusiasm. Yeah. Somebody's always going to lean a little bit one way. Maybe one of you has an annoying nosy roommate. Maybe one of you is like, oh, my place is a mess right now. Maybe one of you is homeless. I don't know. Or maybe one of you uh, has a cat and the other person is deathly allergic. I feel like it's it's very responsible for somebody to pick up on all of the maybe nonverbal cues the other person might be sending. Yeah. When they're like, uh, we could go to my place yeah. and kind of shifting around. That person doesn't want to go to their place. No. <laughs> but they also don't want to don't want not offering their place, sacrifice potential sexy times with you. So if you, I, I guess I don't. So basically, you flip a coin. No, you don't no. do that. You don't initiative. do that. No, you, you, you. If you say initiative one more time, Nelson, I swear I'm gonna karate chop you in the throat. Yeah, that's right. Fall back. Yeah. <laughs> My only issue with this in my personal life is when it's summertime and I didn't have air conditioning and then it was always their place. That's it. That's pretty much it. That uh, other no, it, that it can it, go either way for me. It doesn't really matter. In my experience it's always who doesn't have roommates because That yes. Actually, in, in my experience it's So it's, it's always, never my place now. <laughs> in my experience it's always my place. Because I know for a fact that I'm not allergic to anything in my place. Oh, uh, see? Yeah, yeah, that's another thing see, that you have thing. to factor in. Yeah, It's also rarely my place because I just want to watch cartoons in the morning. Alone. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate. It could also be the other person's place because, or, or your place because yeah. maybe they aren't quite comfortable with a stranger in their place or being in a stranger's place. Yeah. There are a lot of things it's, to. There's a lot of, there's a lot of variables in this situation. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I feel like this is a thing where you will both try to, I don't know, sort of affect certain niceties to be very open to either place at the time. But there's the more if you just talk about it uh more i don't know openly you're going to figure out that one person would is going to have a preference i have the answer guys oh oh yeah. just do it in the bathroom at the venue you're at <laughs> done just, just do it in the bathroom just do it in the bathroom that is rachel shank approved do wow, it I've had a really lovely time on this date here at Chipotle. And, and uh, would you like to get wild as hell? As hey. long as it's in the bathroom, yes. Hey, now that you've sampled the all-you-can-eat salad bar Red Lobster, uh, <laughs> how about you meet me? Uh, but then you got to figure out, do we do it in the men's room? Do we do it in the ladies' room? I don't know about you, but I have really enjoyed this amateur improv troupe's performance at a black box theater in Alphabet City. Hopefully. <laughs> Would you like to put your P in my V in the ladies' room? <laughs> oh, my God. There is a curtain, so we will have some privacy. You should probably keep it hush-hush, though, so, like, no one hears us. Simple. 
This glass bottom boat ride has been a blast. I was thinking maybe tonight we could take this burgeoning relationship to the next level. Or perhaps right now. Also, don't be mad I'm going to punch you repeatedly because I'm really feeling the romance for you. Look, oh, uh, that's multiple I'm really, advice. I'm really glad that we got this corner booth in this uh, 1950s inspired diner. Um, you could just hop underneath the table. And uh, uh, I'll do things with your face. I have peanut butter in case uh, gum gets stuck in your hair. It's great. Because <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you asked us. We told you. P.S. Oh, shit. Says P. B. Wait, oh, there's more? P.S. Thank you for spending time together and recording it. If we are not many... We are loyal listeners that love you. Aww. Aww. We love you, too. And we love you. C.F. Heinemann, that wasn't that hard to say I love you. <laughs> Thank you, B. Thank you, B. So there is one other email we got, or rather two emails we got, but they go together and they arrived in our inbox in different months. But the first one arrived during the first uh, time back in November when we made a call out to for your love, sex, relationship advice questions. Mm -hmm. And among those, we got this one. Lugo, take it away. Uh, Dear Lugo, Schaefer, and Chuck, in order of whom I met first, um, he goes on to talk about uh, some television shows and meeting Matt Fraction. But uh, the question he does ask is, um, uh, these, these... these doesn't these don't really involve life or love, but I'll ask them anyway. One, I'm a costume maker, and while I'm very good at making all sorts of things, I'm terrible at figuring out how much to charge. I know how to cover my materials, but after that, I'm lost. Two, how do you stay motivated to work slash finish a project that you kind of don't give a shit about? Sometimes I get tasked with projects that I find boring or uninspiring, and halfway through, I'd rather just leave them to rot in the corner of my workshop. How do I stay on target to get them done? Uh, TWBB. Okay, so we got that question. Now, we put off this episode for a little while because Mm -hmm. we we didn't answer the love advice questions in November. We put them off a little while. Uh, Last month, we asked you to send uh, your questions again. We did sort of address that, or rather, I sort of addressed that we received this email um, in this way. Let's go to the tape. Folks, next month is Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. So we would like to revisit an episode we abandoned months ago when we asked you to send in your love and sex advice questions. It's not that we abandoned it, more that we just... We, we moved it. We, we, we rescheduled we it. We relocated it. We relocated it. Now, if you sent questions back a couple of months ago, love and sex advice questions, not career advice questions. Uh, <laughs> or dick pics. Or dick pics. If you have questions that you would like us to answer about your relationship or sexual practices or love and romance, or please send them to us at epicpiecast at gmail.com. Okay. So... Uh. Last month, we received this email. All right. <clears throat> Dear Piecasters, uh, he says some stuff, but I'll get right to the meat of it. Um, you folks have two listeners, quote unquote. Um, so don't hate on one of them just because we're trying to contribute some content. The idea of doing an advice show with no advice to offer, thereby treating your listeners to an hour of dead air sounds scary. Besides, 
Don't blame me if I'm in a healthy relationship and don't want romantic relationship advice from two divorced guys. Smiley face. I'm sorry. That's a winky. Sorry. Oh, that is that is a winky. That is yes. a wink. That's a wink. Okay. So I uh, I would like to. I, there's there's a lot there's a lot to talk about there. Well, yeah. I want to talk about this part. Uh, you folks only have two listeners, so don't hate on one of them just because they were trying to contribute some content. One more time, let's go to the tape. Love and sex advice questions, not career advice questions. So, TWBB, that is the full representation of the bitter (laughs) hatred that we bestowed upon your questions that were not about what we asked. Your questions did not fit the parameters of what we were looking for. Now, by all means, we will take questions as part of the podcast itself. We oh, always, sure. Yeah. We always solicit questions at the end of the show. I mean, that's my stinger. Yeah. Send us things. Please don't take it as a personal affront to you if we reset the parameters as you heard in the clip. Also, I would like to take a moment and uh, just just say um, I spend time with both Nelson and Schaefer on a regular basis and I do not bring up their divorces. I don't do it. Um, it's none of my business and I love them very much but I don't because it's a respect thing. And it it even though you did include a winky face, it was maybe a little too forward on your part. Now I understand we're all humans and we all have opinions and that and that is great and that is part of our free will, but maybe exercise a little more uh, kindness via the internet. Now I am I am not angry with you. I am merely stating that there are times when something that is communicated via text alone can be misconstrued and maybe we are completely off base in this, but at the same token I feel personally that that was possibly a little too brutal. Schaefer, what have you to say on the on the matter? TWBB, I'd like to answer your two questions. Oh, dear. Number one, $5,000. Number two, Adderall. <laughs> Next month, please send us your career advice questions to the <laughs> at gmail.com, and we will gladly answer all of your professional queries. <laughs> oh, my God. Please send us career advice questions. <laughs> well, it'll be March. That's the, the month of career hunting. Is it? Why not? It's, Why not? It's the month of a little uh, man giving gold at the end of rainbow. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's also the month of uh, copious amounts of drinking. So send us your yeah. drunken questions to epicpodcast at gmail.com and we will answer them as best we can read them. But you have to be like 
thoroughly intoxicated before you send. Oh, oh. my God. Please send us drunk emails. Please. Yeah. I, I've never begged the internet for anything. Please send us drunk emails. Get drunk. I email. am looking at you, John Carter. Send drunk emails. Ah! <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much, everybody, who sent yeah. in your questions this month. I, I, I hope we helped. I hope um, we provided some sort of insight that could uh, guide your heart yeah. into into somebody else's heart hole. In, into your, Ooh, at the, at the heart holes. Least, I hope we didn't mm. fuck up all your shit. Uh, if all those fails, hookers and blow. All right, let's do some plugs. Well, I have things that are happening on February 28th. I will be in Philadelphia hosting the They Might Be Weird show. Uh, it's a tribute to They Might Be Giants and Weird Al. I'm hosting and doing burlesque. Will I be Charles? Who knows? I'll, I'll probably be Charles. <laughs> if, there, if, there, if there's boobs, I'm Charles. Let's just, let's just throw that out there. Sure. On March 12th, I will be hosting Bells and Whistles at Pangea on the Lower East Side. It is a funny burlesque show. It's uh, twice a month, so check it out. You get dinner and a show. It's pretty crazy, and I make mouth sounds. It's weird. On Friday, March 13th, I will be revamping Honey Badger Burlesque. What? I know. I'm really? bringing it, yeah, is I'm this like it back. the third incarnation? Uh, no, this is only the second. Oh, okay. I am bringing it back at The Creek and the Cave, Bring which is honey in... Honey back. Yeah, thank you. At The Creek and the Cave, which is in Long Island City. I will then be bringing Honey Badger back again on the 21st. In Brooklyn at Kings County Bar. Am I doing any of those? You're doing the Kings County one. Just the 21st? So you know. Yeah, on the 21st. Okay. Unless you wanted to do the When, when were you planning way. on telling me? I told you already. On March 26th, I will be hosting Bells and Whistles again. And that is it. Also, if you guys could send me good wishes, I am auditioning for the New York Neo Futurists um, this upcoming week. And I really want to be in it. So send me good thoughts, and maybe I will hang out with neo-futurists. Break all the legs. Thank you. On Friday, March 6th, (laughs) I will be hosting the Pink Room Burlesque's uh, anniversary show, which is called Twin Peaks, An Invitation to Love. It's a bunch of characters that haven't been in previous Twin Peaks shows. There's going to be a Pete Martell. There's going to be a Lucy Moran. Uh, It's going to be at the Parkside in uh, New York City, and I will be hosting that show. As Deputy Andy Brennan, this is a reference that means nothing to Lugo. It's true. I don't know anything. On Tuesday, March 17th, I will be performing at the official Nerdcore Showcase at South by Southwest at the Flamingo Cantina in Austin, Texas. A bunch of my rapper friends will be rapping, too. I don't know which ones, so I can't list them. Oh, well, Frontalot and Lars and Megaran will be there and then other rappers. I'm also doing that week on Wednesday the 18th and Thursday the 19th. I'm doing two unofficial shows, um, but because of some particularly harsh language in this year's artist agreement, I cannot advertise those. So follow my Twitter and my Facebook because I will be posting those afternoon showcases literally hours before they happen. 
I Nelson Lugo for uh, the last weekend in February. Uh, that's February 27th. I am going to be in Orlando, Florida. I'm going to be hosting BBB Cabaret, Big Bang Boom Cabaret, where they will be doing their tribute to the Orient Express. Um, it's going to be a fantastic uh, detect- de- detective noir style kind of uh, burlesque show. So come on out to the venue in Orlando, Florida. Florida. On Saturday, uh, February 28th, you get to see Gathering the Magic at a comic shop. That's right. The uh, the sponsor of Nerdy Show and many programs on nerdyshow.com. Uh, I'm going to be performing in the back room, The Geek Easy. And it's a free show. Bring everybody you can fit into the room. Now, be, be very, very careful because this show is actually rated PG-13 for harsh language. So keep the little ones at home. Um, and uh, turns out I'm going to be at Honey Badger Burlesque on March 21st. I'm going to be doing a thing, apparently. That's a thing. And that's it. I'm going to be hibernating for the rest of the month. That's terrific. Well, I think that's a wrap. So, this has been the Epic Podcast, episode 30. I am your host, Nelson Lugo. I am your other host, Schaefer the Dark Lord. And I am your other, other host, Rachel Shank. Be safe, internets. Did you know kissing can transfer a man's testosterone to a woman, making her more sexually aroused and more willing to reproduce? Kissing also releases feel-good hormones such as oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin, and adrenaline. Thank you for listening to the Epic Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, our loyal listener. So send us your feedback, love mail, hate mail, dick pics, and recipes to epicpiecast at gmail.com. But seriously, don't send us dick pics. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review us on iTunes or like and follow us on SoundCloud. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and more, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and the Epic Podcast on all of your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. He's my friend that I hate. That's right. You do. I do. I hate him. Everybody should have one of those, eh, Lugo? I don't hate you, but you hate me. No, I don't. I mean, do you ever get a text from one another and you're just like, I fucking can't with you right now. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that is very much a part of our reality. Shit. That then, oh my God, I do hate you. I'm going to send one during this episode.
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I I have one pre-launched that's gonna like hit you when I fall asleep. That way, I'm not awake when you get it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.